And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Prodigals Podcast. I am Mark, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Billy. What's up? Alan is sort of away right now, dealing with technical difficulties. <laughs> so oh my uh, we're uh, left to ourselves. Two Enneagram Nines. Two. Let's so, <laughs> we'll see. see how this conversation shapes out. Do we have opinions? Um, Can we... <laughs> Do we want to put ourselves out there for, for a possible even, conflict? Did we even prepare for this? <laughs> <laughs> did we procrastinate? I just read the talking points. Um, well, we shall see. Uh, stay tuned. Stay so, tuned. <laughs> uh, today we'll be doing sort of a new segment. Uh, before we had a news reaction. and We called it Did You Hear What I Hear? But So we're kind of bringing that back, but... Guess we're relabeling it as the Prodigals News Network. <laughs> PNN. So PN. So welcome to PNN Primetime. This will be our uh, us discussing relevant news uh, that pertains to culture and Christianity. So these are our reactions and what we think about these issues that come up in the news. So uh, yeah, welcome to the news. So this just in kind of um whoopi goldberg our first topic would be whoopi goldberg um, oh, whoopi. so sister acted in such a way <laughs> so whoopi goldberg uh came under fire from the public and has subsequently been suspended for two weeks by abc after making remarks that the holocaust was actually not about race but about but about man's inhumanity to man so kim godwin (coughs) president of abc news uh said uh, effective immediately i am suspending whoopi goldberg for two weeks for her wrong and hurtful comments while whoopi has apologized i've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments so goldberg issued apology statements both social media and live on tv Mm -hmm. Stating on today's show, on that day's show, um, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to men. I should have said it is about both. As Jonathan Greenblatt from the Anti-Defamation League shared, the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systemic annihilation of the Jewish people who they deemed to be an inferior race. I stand corrected. The Jewish people around the world have always had my support and that will never waver. I'm sorry for the hurt I have caused. So Jonathan Greenbelt, who is the CEO of an organization called Anti-Defamation League, tweeted, Thanks, Whoopi Goldberg, for correcting your prior statement and acknowledging the Holocaust for what it was. As anti-Semitism surges to historic levels, I hope we can work together to combat ignorance of that horrific crime and the hate that threatens all so so she's been suspended for two weeks mm-hmm. uh, so thoughts when I first read the headlines I'm actually really bad at reading news articles or just like when coming by news because I usually get all my news from Twitter so I just yeah. read like titles and so I just it's like so easy to make a quick assumption or a quick um, thought on just like a headline right so when I saw it, I'm like, there's no way Whoopi Goldberg is like this ignorant. <laughs> yeah. And um, just like that statement, when you like see that statement, it's like so jaw dropping. But I actually watched the clip of what of what she said. And I think it, the issue, I mean, the issue that, that I mean, how she came to that statement when she was saying that like um, the Holocaust wasn't about race 
it was because her perspective and framework and idea of what racism is was about skin color. Yeah. And, and then that's what she said. In something, like, in yeah, to the point where she said, like, race to me was skin. something that I can see. You can right. see exactly. So in in that case, like when she made that statement in her mind, like it just it, it makes sense, right? Like uh, when you see like you know the Holocaust and you look at like Nazi Germany and you see Jew Jewish people, like they're 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 Caucasian, same color. they're the same right. color. So based off her definition of what she thinks racism is, it doesn't fit the criteria of like racism, right? And when she when she said it isn't it's not it's not about racism it's about what was it the man's man's humanity man. I was like wow this just got really Christian <laughs> I was like whoa yeah. the 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 evil of man so I was like pretty shocked and pretty um yeah I was just like wow I can't believe she said that that's pretty so like. I I hope that people don't come to a quick conclusion in, I guess, like, can- canceling Whoopi Goldberg, in which I don't think people are trying to cancel her, cancel her. And it was really nice to hear that the that guy who was, like, the head of the... Uh, Jonathan and, Greenblatt. Yeah, yeah he, uh, him. Head of the Anti-Defamation League. Yeah, so when I heard, like, his, like when you said, like, his statement and working together with Whoopi Goldberg and... I guess breaking down the, I guess like the the like the misinformation and things like that surrounding the Holocaust. I thought that was really encouraging to see like, um, you know, him reaching out to Whoopi Goldberg and him not like being like, oh, how could he be so ignorant? How could he be so, um, and how could he not see like th- that was the issue about the Holocaust? Like it was purely about racism, but being there to be a supportive help. And so, and being um, more of like a uh, graceful, merciful way of receiving what she said, and you know, Whoopi Goldberg did like apologize and everything like that, which was really good. So I was just like, oh, so at first glance when I saw the title, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, good, this is gonna be really bad. But like when you see like the whole view, the whole situation, I was like, wow, this is like pretty beautiful, because we we get to see like I guess like the redemption of you know Whoopi Goldberg's thought process or yeah. we get to see like um um you know her view of racism like although like she's correct like the this whole idea of racism it goes far beyond like skin color and it goes beyond like um yeah like beyond skin color and it goes to like you know prejudice against like uh, other people like even like religion and like beliefs and things like that so I was, I was like, wow, this is a 10 out of 10 situation. Like, it's very, very optimal. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think two weeks was warranted? Uh, I mean, I, oh, that's, that's a good question. Cause like, be, because it's, it, 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 you think, this, you think that because someone's thought process is incorrect, it deserves, to be punished right mm-hmm. and in my head like i feel like does it need to be i guess because like she she was punished just because the statement itself is like sounds so outrageous to you know i guess like everyone who knows about the holocaust and has information about it it's like so outrageous right so i guess it's like a maybe it's like a pr type thing you know to protect like you know um the network to be like oh yeah like we we don't Again, they made a statement like, oh, we don't tolerate this type of behavior, this type of uh, thinking. So, like, just Whoopi Goldberg was, like, the scapegoat. So she, there had to be, like, some sort of punishment. But mm. if it was me, like, I really don't think... I think If you were the president. If I was the president, I don't think it's warranted. Warranted warrants a um, uh, suspension of two weeks. Like, yeah. you know, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, she did apologize. And she... And I think, like, she... I guess she'll work together with uh, that guy and, you know... Getting the knowledge, yeah. you know, getting the knowledge she needs, or like even like I guess maybe even being a spokesperson for it, because like she was misinformed, I guess in in her way of like her thought process of what racism is. Yeah. So again, I don't think it warrants my personal opinion. I don't think it warrants punishment. Um, we have a caller. <laughs> <laughs> Love the work, guys. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> All right, awesome. <laughs> 
Please, oh Lord, have mercy. Okay, on me. so man is evil. Love man is evil. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on it? Do you have any thoughts, Quillen? Um, do you do you believe like Whoopi Goldberg should've. that humanity is just evil? Well, I know what she was trying it's to not a race say. Issue. I mean, she's not wrong in the sense that, at least from my view, like she's not wrong in the sense that, you know, it's it's humanity being inhumane to another like to humanity or whatever her yeah right. at the core yeah, of it, I right? mean um obviously <laughs> yeah that's a Christian way that's a Christian way is, yeah it, it is, is, is. <laughs> so as a Christian we're 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 like oh wow that's yeah, yeah she's, she's not, not wrong wrong because yeah we do have we do understand that there is you know this inherent sort of flaw in in you know in our beings to be sinful, to be hateful, to be selfish, uh, and, and, you know, and selfish being that, you know, whatever we get sometimes, oftentimes, uh, can be at the expense of other people. And in this case, you know, mm. in a group of people, which turns out to be a race, um, which I guess she was confused in the, in the first part because she was saying, uh, I, I think, she was saying, oh, they're all just white people. So it's just, you know, whatever, because she sees minor, like visible minority in terms of skin color. And how she was corrected yeah. was that, no, it's, it is a race. Considering that they're <laughs> Middle Eastern uh, and Germany is European uh, in nature. I mean, you've, you've basically got like Ooh. two different continents. So yeah, she was kind of wrong on that bit. Um, and the, pr- yeah, so and the prejudice I, I, uh, I would surmise that's coming from the Nazi regime, regime. Uh, and I think they said it in the article was, you know, there was a race superiority sort of aspect to it. Um, yeah, a very strong one that the Jewish, Jewish race was an inferior race. And then like. The German Aryan race was like very, very right. superior, which is like very <laughs> racist. Yeah, it's uh, it's slightly, slightly yeah. racist. But she relegated, of, you know, what we've gone <laughs> through the past three or four years. So yeah, yeah. But then she, yeah. So she made that statement that it's just one white people against another, another white, white, white yeah, white race, right? Oh, uh, uh, so do you think? She should have gotten two weeks. Well, I think, uh, I don't know how, I mean, as, as a punitive measure, I don't think so. As, as sort of like, uh, hey, let's just let everything cool down, sort of like out of sight, out of mind. Um, you know, so everything can just, you know, simmer down and you've said your apology. You know, let everybody just, you know, you know, let it just sit for a while. Just don't be in the public eye for now uh, to sort of re-trigger any kind of feelings or whatever. Like, oh, why is she still there? Why is she like it's whatever? True. And so, you know, it can. How come yeah, yeah. Do so this might it? seem like, it on, you know, this could be punitive, uh, at least for those that were, you know, that had uh, that had taken offense. Uh, they can hopefully rationalize in their brain. Yes, it's, you know, she, she got, you know, she got reprimanded for it. She said her apologies. That's good enough. Let's move on. Hopefully that's good enough. Um, mm-hmm. if there was, if this was specifically for a punitive, like if they were just trying to punish her, uh, I, I don't think that would be good in the sense that, all right, so she made her mistake. She apologized. Let that be it. But as I was saying, Sometimes for something specifically like this, that, you know, the trauma of a nation that still continues on today for, for many people. I mean, we just had what a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. or like a, a, a week ago or two weeks ago, like the, um, it was revealed who had betrayed Anne Frank, um, to like that, that led for her to oh, be yeah. caught and, and whatever. And for those, uh, Listeners that aren't aware of who Anne Frank was, she had sort of like a memoir or like a diary. Well, it's called, yeah, 
it's called a diary, right? Uh, Anne France diary. Uh, and it was famous because it gave an account of someone that was hiding from, you know, the Nazi regime. Uh, and she and she took account of it, and so mm-hmm. it gives us a glimpse into what it was like to be of Jewish descent. I think it was in Poland. I could be wrong, uh, but yeah, within uh, a country that was occupied by Nazi, um, uh, the Nazi regime, and so uh, you know, it, it's it's still something that that is 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 grappled with today. There are Holocaust museums. Um, you know, so it's not it's not like this is something that's far gone and people have let go and this is something that's easy to sort of just brush aside. Right. It's still it's still there hmm. uh, for many people. So um, get yourself out of the public eye. Mm-hmm. Let things simmer down, you know, come back when everybody's kind of cooled off and stuff. So that's the way I see it. My, my question, yeah. I, go ahead. I think. No, well, no I have a question. Ahead. So was Whoopi Goldberg being racist? I don't know why my voice went that high, but yeah, was she being racist when she said, oh yeah, they're just white people, all white people and stuff. Was she? <sighs> Hmm. No, I I don't, I don't think, so. think I don't think her intention was to be racist in that point, <clears throat> in that sense. I just think her framework of what racism like means to her, like her definition of racism, is what you said before, like visible minorities, like different skin color, um, like like visibly different ethnicities, so you can like see with your eye, and that was her definition of what racism like is in her eye. So that's why when she made those statements, like her intention wasn't to be racist at all. It's just because based on what her definition of racism was, the Holocaust didn't fit her definition of what racism is, which in her eyes was like, you know, visible minorities being oppressed. And it's just, uh, it just conflicted with everyone else's definition of racism. Yes. Like literally the, every other human being I would like to say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't think she was being racist. Mm. Uh, it was just really, she was kind of misguided and sort of ignorant in a way mm. uh, by saying that, you know, it wasn't about race uh, because it was. So she was, I guess like what we can learn about this story is that with something as serious and as he, to, a huge topic like the Holocaust. Yeah. Like you need to do your research. <laughs> And you need to uh, really, really prepare uh, before spewing like your thoughts. <laughs> a statement like yeah, that. A statement like that, and be prepared to like defend it, which she tried to. But yeah. um, but the good thing about it is that she didn't double down. Uh, she apologized right away. Yeah, and that's I think true. like the next day during the show, like, they invited Jonathan Greenblatt uh, to further educate her. And the rest of the viewers on what really happened and what really transpired and why the Holocaust is um, was inherently racist. Yeah, which was like really beautiful. Like I really was really like when I heard about that. Like it's just nice and you know comforting to think and that you know people can be redeemed and like even though like someone has said something wrong. Um, they can be, you know, they can be, you know, corrected and give them the correct information and knowledge that they need. And, you know, they don't have to be, you know, canceled or be labeled as an ignorant person for the rest of their lives. And that, you know, hopefully like every, like other people can be just as receptive to, you know, criticism and to, um, you know, being redeemed from, you know, a statement or a certain way of thinking. Man Um, is evil. God is good. Man is evil. Yeah, we're just going to find evil things to do. So without Jesus, without Christ, we will be left to our own evil devices. Um, this just in. So there's been news of uh, potential Russian occupation of Ukraine. So, so there's been this long history with Ukraine and Russia. But uh, until 2014, there 
they kind of reached a stalemate of some sort. Mm-hmm. But in October 2021, Russia began moving troops and military equipment near the border with Ukraine, reigniting concerns over a potential invasion. So if you see a map of Ukraine and you see like a kind of a diagram of where the Russian troops are, yeah, you'd actually be <laughs> alarmed. <laughs> and uh, because Russia's denied you know an invasion but if you see the maps and you see where they're stationed the the russian troops are stationed it's, like, it's, it's obvious it's a literal like we're ready to invade mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so commercial satellite imagery and social media posts from november and december 2021 showed armor missiles and other heavy weaponry moving toward ukraine with no official explanation mm. by december more than 100,000 troops were in place near the border and U.S. intelligence officials warned that Russia may be planning an invasion of Ukraine in dun, dun, early 2022. Dun. So BBC writes that Russia says it has no plans to attack. Um, and, you know, the chief of armed forces say that even this... she, uh, Valery Gerasimov even denounced reports of an impending invasion as a lie. Uh, President... Putin has threatened appropriate retaliatory military technical measures if what he calls the West's aggressive approach continues. So, NATO and NATO's allies. NATO's Secretary General warns the risk of conflict is real. And President Biden says his guess is that Russia will move in. So, thoughts? Should Christian Christians even care about this and if so why but first your thoughts um for me um when i heard about this story i literally had was coming from like almost nothing i knew like zero things of what was happening so i literally had to google what nato was <laughs> what happened in like 2014 and why is this really important and that my one of my one of my thoughts is man is evil <laughs> um as to like because like as to why vladimir putin is like just so invested in the ukraine i guess based like i've literally watched a couple of youtube videos and i try to read about it based off my understanding it just to me it just feels like he's so power hungry <laughs> in trying to reunite and also in trying to you know re reunite the ussr, USSR. yeah <laughs> So that's what I'm getting from base of all the information that I've got. So <laughs> I think it's just like, I just feel really sad for the Ukrainian people who, you know, I feel like are just in the middle of this. And I don't know. I really, I just really hope it doesn't come to a place where, you know, war has to happen over, I don't know, Vladimir Putin's like power hungry heart. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That's like, like my, my only thoughts on it from base of my limited knowledge of what's happening or for what's happened in the past too so that's what I, that's what i got mm. don't cancel me <laughs> um thoughts uh i uh, i can see why putin is trying to do what he's doing so as his history goes through like he he views apparently he views um the Ukraine, uh, and specifically Kiev, as, um, as and has always been, you know, uh, Russian, right? Part of part of the part of the Russian thing. Sure. Uh, and there there are some mm-hmm. you know arguments to be made. Uh, the Russian people actually emigrated from Kiev, so that's where they started from, and they started to expand out, right? Um. Mm. And so culturally, he might, he might think that, oh, they are, you know, whatever. And we're, and, um, and since the fall of the USSR, um, it seems mm-hmm. like that the West and their ideologies are spreading further East. And so he makes some ridiculous demands when they had like a G20 summit about, hey, Stop sending to pull out all your troops from Eastern Europe. 
nobody else uh in in <laughs> this sort of like block of of countries are allowed to join NATO and something else some some you know, other yeah. thing which is <laughs> there which are is guys ridiculous. relax like, how do you don't tell touch somebody them. you can don't let them into your club like that just you know that's that's pretty bold um things and so there are i mean obviously there's there's a lot of hubris here and and let's not you know let's not make any mistake that uh that putin is a humble man like he's there's a lot of pride in this man and there's a lot of ego and hubris (laughs) in this man uh just given sort of like his history in how he acts within the geopolitical stage um the other part is that um oh my gosh where he is, where the, the borders are right now, it takes an immense amount of resources to defend what borders he's ha- where, where the Russian borders are right now. And it's important in a certain sense because mm-hmm. all that part that's up really on the doorstep of Europe, I think around 80, I think I heard it was around 80% of the Russian population is there the major uh, the major metropolitan areas specifically moscow is on that side of russia it's not like in the midst of siberia in the middle of siberia it's not on the on the east coast with china and um on the pacific uh, pacific ocean it's on the doorstep of of europe right and there's only like this band of countries that hasn't you know uh that acts as a buffer zone between um nato and europe and the west and russia and that's starting to change right um and so there's an encroachment there and so it takes them a lot of money and a lot of resources to defend their borders if they move into ukraine and if they move into sort of like those areas in between there are natural boundaries like there are mountain ranges and such that allows them to protect their borders um using smaller forces because of you know those natural sort of like you know boundaries and so i can see why he's doing it mm-hmm. it's almost like you know he's he's trying to in a way, I guess justifying it to himself and to the Russian, you know, uh, country, uh, that this is, you know, I'm protecting our borders. We're protecting our way of life. The West is encroaching. If we don't do it, if we don't take a stand now, they just have an open door. Like it's, it's almost impossible to, to defend their borders once they start pushing back even more. Right. Just because it's just such a big, hmm. such a big country. And so, you know, they're, they're being hounded by Turkey, by China, um, from the east, Turkey from the south, um, Europe from the, from the west. Yeah, I can see why he's like, he's feeling like he has to defend. Not to say that I'm defending what he's doing, but I can see the justification in his mind of why he's doing it <laughs> and how he can get other people and the government, you know, the rest of his government to, to kind of buy in. Are you saying you're empathetic? I'm saying I can see, I, I, I can, I can see why he wants to do it, right? I don't agree with yeah. the approach, yeah. though. Yeah. Like you can do this diplomatically for sure. Yeah, you can do this diplomatically. I know. Like, why does he have to do? Like, I feel like they can. There's definitely a more as a nine. There's definitely a more peaceful way to go about this, guys. But I don't think if he goes the peaceful way, Ukraine would. I don't think Ukraine would happily just give up. You know, it's land. Oh no, so I don't think so either. I think he'd just do it the old-fashioned way. Oh my god, <laughs> he would have been a great conqueror <laughs> in times past. Just born in the wrong time. <laughs> just born in the wrong time. He's just a, you know, the time traveler kind of thing. He was. He's been living forever. <laughs> Yo, man, yeah, he would have been a great conqueror. Living, <laughs> That's so funny. He's been living forever. Doesn't know how to adjust to the new times. Yo, because he's he's been president of Russia for a long time. Yeah, right? and as I mean, I when you keep so. killing off and imprisoning all your your rival, political rivals, yeah, you can you can stay there for for a bit. Yeah, poisoning. 
Oh my gosh, that's insane. I don't know why, like, no one... any. So the thing is, I see that, like, for Putin, he's he's, he's acting like this because he sees others trying to take power from him, right? So he wants to take power from... He wants to take Ukraine... The same way as his, he thinks that his oppositions want to take power from him. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I see it. Like, that makes yeah, sense. I see it, that. But, like, clearly, they really don't want to take over Ukraine in that way, like NATO in, in that sense, right? <laughs> like, we don't see, like, NATO and, and, and every. What's the, what's the other side of Ukraine? The west side. What's on the west side of, U, uh, of Ukraine? That's a good question. I want to say so Poland, but I'm pretty sure west would be Moldova. Yeah, yeah. Does does Pol is Poland in NATO? Like, are these people like are they doing the same thing that Russia is doing, like pushing up against Ukraine to defend their borders against them? Yeah, there's Poland. Um, southwest would be Moldova and uh, Romania. To the north is Belarus. Because, and then Russia. So are all those uh, a part of like NATO and Europe? Not everybody. Like um, not everybody and, is a part. Not everybody, um, but most of them are. Like there's there's that there's that there's that band of countries. Like Belarus is on Russian side, on the Russian side. Um, Interesting. Uh, and yeah, Belarus. And there's others that just hasn't, you know. Um, hasn't joined NATO. I think Finland one is one of them. Um, and they're obviously in the north, but yeah, Finland. Yeah, Finland doesn't have um, a NATO sort of like membership card. Uh, membership. Oh, and man. some others, yeah. The like there's that yeah. band, like in between where what used to be the USSR. There's a good portion of them that's not. Sorry, yeah, but exactly. you know, like I think Poland is um, is part of NATO. Maybe not. It's so a, it's, you know what? Maybe for Putin, maybe he just wants to reunite everyone, you know? Maybe he just well, wants to get back together. Get the band back together. He called, well, he called the, <laughs> the, the fall of the USSR the greatest geopolitical like tragedy of the 20th century. And wow. Dude, oh like, you, He's so just like, what? Like, the world's wars down. aren't like important <laughs> or anything? Like, so yeah, there's a little bit like there's a little um, bit of ego, you know, egomania, you know, that sort of thing. There, maybe he's just nostalgic, you know. I think you know, growing up in the USSR as a KJP uh, agent, you know, have living his good time, getting living a good life, and then now the USSR is broken, and you know, he's just trying to live, relive I the good days, right? One way to <laughs> put it, plan. that's his grand plan. Maybe that's his grand plan. <laughs> maybe that's his grand plan. Yes. Yeah, but I think like we should Christians should be concerned because although although Christianity is allowed in Russia, like they implemented a law maybe 2016 or 2017 that this that uh, made it illegal for Christians to proselytize. Oh, really? So eh? All NGOs must be registered and all their finances must be, you know, proclaimed and they need to uh, take notes or record every meeting, so oh. like, and then you know give it give that to the government. But the big thing is that Russia is named as one of the uh, most um, one of the violators, like the strongest violators of religious freedom wow. in the world. Um, although Christianity does exist uh, in russia Mm -hmm. they're not allowed to spread the gospel or to convert people so that kind of like that that kind of stops christianity that kind of really limits the power the power of the gospel in Mm. that country because they're it's illegal to do it it's illegal to spread the gospel so uh, imagine russia then conquering ukraine which is uh i you know, more free mm-hmm. and have more religious freedom. They're just gonna impose their laws on them. So that's so true. Yeah, and I've re- I've actually heard a radio station. Uh, he so one so one guy wanted to 
make a Christian radio station in Russia, mm-hmm. but he wasn't allowed to operate. So he brought, he made this radio station and brought it to Ukraine. Uh, so now that operation is in danger uh, because it's reaching hundreds, if not thousands. You wow. know, radio station. That's radio stations have a lot of reach, and so if you uh, if Russia manages to get a hold of Ukraine and um, move their you know troops there and occupy it, then that's in trouble. So, so are you telling me I should be anti-Russian? We're telling you, <laughs> no. no, we're telling, we're telling you that <laughs> you need to, that you need to give, um, that you need to give to to ready to Christian Radio. That's what we what we're telling you to do. Yes, like, you need wow. to invest the ministry. I feel like I'm in church. Of, in, of I feel like I'm in ministry. church right now. Radio ministry. Yes. And you need to be anti-Putin. <laughs> and then you'd be anti-Putin. Anti-Russian, anti-Putin. <laughs> Not anti-Russian. I guess like the anti... <laughs> I don't, how do I put it? I don't, I'm not anti-Russian. I'm anti-religious freedom. <laughs> You're anti-religious Wait. freedom? <laughs> I'm for religious You're freedom. Pro-religious I'm pro-religious freedom. freedom. <laughs> so I guess like, yeah. So as a Christian, like what do we do from, what do we do now? Where do we go from here? Knowing that Russian is encroaching into Ukraine, and a, and a war could, could break out, what do we do? What can I do? We sign up. <laughs> sign up to for the draft. Be drafted. No. <laughs> uh, what do we do? Prayer is a big thing, but also, if we can't do anything, just be aware of the times, right? That's true. Um, know that eventually, freedom of religion will, you know, be eventually not be there, even for us who live in a free country. Mm. So, um, tangibly, maybe yeah, donate to Christian Radio. Donate to Christian Radio for sure. Um, what else? We can spread awareness of it. That is true. And why? Like, so spread awareness, like maybe post more about it and then write down like why Christians should be worried or why Christians should be concerned about it. Mm. And then so that spreads the news. Um, Because right now, to be honest, we're powerless when it comes to military conflict. Yeah. Especially us as Christian Canadians and. Christian Canadians who are very far away from where this is happening. Because I, I haven't heard about any Canadian yeah. involvement. Okay, so no, the Canadian no, no, involvement no, no, no. is that we are sending money to help with their... Well, first off, we're sending money to help with their their economy. Because during war times, you know, a country's economy just goes in the toilet. Um, the other thing is that we've sent mm. troops over there to train their troops... Um, yeah, for to sure. Be whatever. Yeah. We just haven't sent over uh, lethal weapons to defend themselves and to fight, as opposed to like the U.S. Sure. and the U.K. They've sent anti-tank missiles, you know, uh, anti like whatever um, anti-air missile defense and stuff and and other, and other mm. things. So yeah. that's. <clears throat> You know that's that's the the our involvement, but we also have to remember that there there's an escalation on the West as well. You know, I mean, I I don't know how much we can fault them for it because you know it's not like Russia bluffs these things, right? They've already taken over part of the Ukraine when they annexed Crimea, right? That we've heard before. They've gone into yeah. Georgia. Right. And so yeah. this is this is following a pattern of, hey, we're going to do this. Right. Uh, they were saying we're going to do it. And they and they they have shown the ability to follow through. Um, and so that's so scary. And there are Russian back and there are Russian back separatists within that that country in Ukraine. In Ukraine right. Oh, that's so uh, crazy. yeah. There. Yeah. So, you know, there it's. So not only do they have to fight a national 
a multinational war. There's a civil war within their their own country. Mm. Uh, but from our standpoint, like there's still there is still the West side. I don't know if we can add pressure to you know to try to. I'm I'm sure they say that you know we've we've exhausted all diplomat or like we're trying dip- all diplomatic uh channels the west being you know the one that's trying uh but i don't know maybe just sort of keep on your 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 local leaders your provincial and state leaders your federal leaders right to find better solutions um than to escalate this into a war Right. So, uh, but the other, here's the other, the other aspect that we have to remind ourselves. God says in various parts in the Bible that he is the one that brings up nations and he takes them down. Right. And so (laughs) I, I want to say that, you know, because God is sovereign in all of these things. Oof. Right? He sure is. Because God is solving all these things, you know, this control. is not happening without his say-so. Right? Uh, sort For of sure. like when Babylon took over, you know, Israel and Judah. Mm. Uh, it was Obviously, war isn't pleasant, right? But these things in the course of history uh, and under God's sovereignty and purview do happen. Right? Um, and so mm. just sort of remind ourselves that God is in control, that all these things happen because he says it has to happen. Um, so are you saying we should tell you to repent and turn away and you know, <laughs> don't get out of Babylon, Stop. that sort of thing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, true. God is in control and... Um, but the good news is, you know, when we, <clears throat> that notion that the world is, like, nations are never going to mix in Daniel, I think maybe Putin should read that. <laughs> 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 like, the clay and the iron, and, like, as much as he was going to try to u- unite everyone, that it's not going to happen because it's not in God's will. Yeah, it's like... It's sure. clay and iron. They don't mix well. Eventually, they'll crumble apart. Oh my gosh! All right, I, I just want. I think so. Yeah, we should just pray for this whole situation. In my in my heart, to heart of hearts, like I just really pray that you know, like there is no war that comes to be that this can be all, you know, settled very in a very peaceful and in a peaceful manner, and that God can you know be merciful and spare people's lives in this whole situation. Cause you know, I would hate to, you know, see a war arise and have see people suffering and in pain. So I don't know. That's on my heart. I guess in terms of just like, you know, as, uh, as someone who is so far away from the situation, like I hate how of a much, I feel like it's such a cop out answer, but like just praying for this whole situation and praying for the people of Ukraine, you know, praying for our, our leaders and things like that. Yeah. So Yeah. And also, I mean, it was, you know, it was mentioned that, you know, war, when countries are in a wartime situation, their economy really goes down. Mm. So maybe like, we can research uh, organizations uh, and donate to them that they send resources to people who are underground. Mm-hmm, there you yeah. go. So that's also one thing. There you go. All right. Last Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Kansas City Chiefs and are headed to the Super Bowl. Big thanks to Evan McPherson's four big field goals, Mm -hmm. which is is an NFL record. Uh, Following the victory, McPherson was seen with a God is Good t-shirt for interviews, making his faith visible to the public, and then wrote, To God be the glory, in in an Instagram post, which features him kicking... um, the football. Amen. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so, Beautiful. Uh, what are your thoughts? I have some questions, but reactions first. <laughs> I I feel like I'm so cynical when I just think about this whole situation. <laughs> it's really bad. How, how so cynical? Yeah. Because in my head, I'm like, wow. 
I feel yeah, I feel so cynical because I'm in I'm like, wow, yeah, God really, really wanted you to kick that field goal for His <laughs> glory, to take your team to the Super Bowl, because, wow, what a way to honor God, right? Gosh, I'm so cynical. I hate it. It's terrible. It's really, it's really so bad. It's so bad. In my, in my, uh, in in my deepest of hearts, I really hope that McPherson is wearing that "God is good" T-shirt and to God be the glory on his Instagram because he is living such a life where he has a platform that he can share how good God has been in his life. Maybe he's just. You know, he's just like praising God because of this achievement, and maybe he's just you know, just just in that. But in my cynical heart, it's just like it makes zero sense to me. <laughs> I mean, I like that he's open with his faith. Yeah, for sure. Which is like, and so I like huge. that he's using that platform. Yeah, but which I hope is his heart. <laughs> yeah, which, which I really I, hope is which his, I hope is his heart. Exactly. But at the same time. Like, you know, when athletes kind of pray or... Philippians 4.13? Stuff. Yeah, and then just so they pray or, like, say all these things to God be the glory. Or, you know, when they win, it's like, I want to thank God because, you know, I wouldn't be here. Or, like, some... some some To that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of brings a question is like, maybe you know, non-believers are not mature, you know, believers who are not mature might lead to think that, oh, yeah, they got there because, you know, God helped them. Sure. Um, A friend of mine on Facebook asked if both teams were praying (laughs) for God to give them victory uh, during a game, like, who's going to win out? Who's going to win? Oh, the one that God likes Obviously, more. whoever prays hardest, <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> whoever God shows shines his favor on, you know, the one who fasted long. The one who fasted. <laughs> wow. Um, but you know, to be honest and to be serious, I do like when you know, um, athletes or famous people are open with their faith. Mm. Um. Yeah, you're so holy. <laughs> it's it's really hard for me. Like I it I I can't believe how cynical I feel every single time I see any athlete post anything spiritual about. I don't know. I, I guess in terms of winning, in terms yeah. of winning, or like oh, I signed a new contract, or you know things are really going their way, mm. and I think. I would just love to see the athletes who, you know, didn't win the game, who, you know, are maybe, you know, they didn't get that call up to the major leagues and, you know, I don't know, sharing their faith and still being, you know, joyous and thankful and and about whatever situation they're in, which is, you know, I I, I think that's like ideally, maybe I'm putting this idealistic, like, you know, expectation on on these Christian athletes. Because you know what? Maybe because I don't even do that too much. I don't even do that when I'm in those situations. But I need I need to repent of my sin. <laughs> you need to repent. I need to repent of my sin. Your uh, my <laughs> or Vladimir. Wow! 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 What's it called? I think like what I'd like to see is for them to like. Uh, I think that was Billy said too keep talking about god even though they didn't win right mm-hmm. um, to you know in their everyday posts like maybe post a verse or something um on your instagram or uh during your practices i don't know <laughs> post a picture of you working hard and then something about a verse or something or like during a hard moment you know posting about how you know you you still trust god mm-hmm, but, that's true yeah so like th- those things are what i, what I want to see them like more mm. not just you know praising god during the winning moments yeah or, you know like what if they don't win the super bowl you know because they gonna... they're just heading to the super bowl that win allowed them to move forward to the super bowl what if they don't win the super bowl like i would still like to see that you know that faith where they continue to talk about god 
and mm, use their platform true. to talk about God. So, you know, what I was thinking about who I feel like is a really good example of this type of, uh, of like this. I think this type of way to use really use their platform for God. I think it's like Tim Tebow. I don't know if you guys know like his career and how his like his career mm, went. Yeah. Like I think he like really had a struggle. Like he struggled being in the NFL and struggled in. No, he tried different sports in the CFL (laughs) and he tried baseball and he tried out to be like a tight end and then end up at like in any in anything like he wasn't successful in like his like I guess in his career but like I think through it all like he was very vocal in using his platform to you know I think honor God and glorify him and you know spread awareness of 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 who who he is so I think that's a good example of even though things might not be you know going your way or you know god god hasn't brought you up to this big immaculate place in you know your career in i guess in winning or mm. a contract or you know just success in that sense yeah i think where you want to be at where career. you want to be at in your career i think that is um i don't know i th- i think it's convicting for me just to think about even my even my everyday life and when you know things don't go my way like something at work brings me down or you know unexpected news happens in my life you know it's kind of just like a reality check and you know reminder that you know our circumstances don't um change who god is and who he is to us and who we are to him and i don't know yeah i think that's just a better way to you know look at these situations and how we should carry ourselves even towards other people Mm -hmm. as well right yeah we need more tim tebow's we need more (laughs) we need more tim tebow's um Maybe we'll pray that he'll lose the wow. Super Bowl, and then he'll still post about how. Yeah, God is I mean, good. yeah, that would be that would be a good thing. I mean, it's it's hard because like it's almost like they want when when you have success. Uh, if you are a good Christian, you want God to be you know to have some kind of spotlight to it. But when you lose, you know, for sure, I would think that you would be a, you would be hesitant to bring God into it because, um. Maybe the maybe the outside world sees that God is a loser, right? Because you didn't win. Uh, yeah. And so there's that sort of like there's that pull, you know. What do do I just give glory to Him when I do well, you know? And when I don't do well, when we do lose, should I bring God into it because maybe they think He's the God of the losers, right? But then it's just like. <laughs> It's just like, well, if they don't, if you don't do it, then we have that skepticism. We have that cynicism. It's like, oh, okay, they only just did it when, when they're winning. But you know, like when they lose, it's yeah. really not about you know. This whole thing is not about God, right? Um, it's uh, very true. And I think this just goes to 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 show like it's it's a struggle for for people in the spotlight to be cr- good Christians. Um, to know what to know mm-hmm. how to live yeah, out their sure. faith in in the public eye, right? Because oftentimes there there are, you know, there. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they have a conflict of interest, right? Because your fans mm-hmm. and your they support you many times through their money, right? They buy they buy tickets to your games. They buy your albums, they watch your movies, yada, 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 right? And not all of them are going to be Christians. And so yada, you have yada, to wonder yada. like how much, because, you know, wonder how much blowback you get from, hey, I really like who you are. I love how the way you pray, you, you, you play, uh, but just, you know, keep that, keep that stuff, you know, away that, that has nothing to do with football, but that has nothing to do with, you know, the movies that you make, right? Like, I don't believe in that garbage. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear you talk about that. Right. And so there's this, you know, maybe there's this thing for them. It's just like, okay, so how much do I push out? How much do I, 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 I not, you know, whether I burn bridges or whether it's because, Hey, like I'm going to lose it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to feel a hit on my bottom line, my profits, my endorsements, whatever. Right. So there's a lot of that, that stuff going in that, 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 builds in conflict um within one's person to be somebody that's famous and yet somebody that that is trying to glorify god and be you know live out their christian life uh, i 
you know, for you, it might be Tim Tebow. For, for me, uh, I think uh, Steph Curry uh, from the Golden State Warriors, you know, he still lives it out in the sense that I still see videos mm. that he puts out on his YouTube channel. Um, some of them are like, you know, worship sessions that he does with his family. Really wholesome and stuff. And oh, nice. so, oh, that's okay. you know, there's stuff like that yeah. where, you know, I mean, his, his it started coming to the forefront where he, where he wrote scripture on his on his sneakers during a game. Um, and I guess, you know, you try to find the balance where not to push it so much to other people where they become offended. Right. We, we often talk about. Yeah, we often talk about, you know, even just us, you know, um <laughs> non-celebrity Christians how we are to approach you know people with our testimony right and how there's always blowback mm. of like you know um, Christians shoving you know their their beliefs down other people's throats right and because we live in mm. such a hyper PC like society you know that seems like such a thing that we have to worry about as Christians we're not even getting into the whole topic of, hey, you just put a big target on your back from Satan because you just stepped out and now he's not happy that God is glorified. So he's going to come out, out for you. And there have been many, many famous people that have come out. I, I want to think that they, they wanted to be good Christians because of their upbringing to glorify God. They say something publicly to step out in sure. the limelight and say, I'm a Christian and then, you know, uh, uh, you know, a few months, maybe a year, maybe a couple of years Scandal. later, they struggle hard because, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, Mariah Carey, uh, <laughs> I know I'm dating myself, but MC Hammer, Our uh, first, uh, first Justin episode. Bieber, that sort of thing. When you come out there, it's almost like they're, they're like the, the other side is going to be coming for you now. Right. Jeremy Lin, uh, mm. Tim Tebow, uh, you know, Steph Curry had his, had his struggles too. Right. Uh, and I mm -hmm. think, and I, and it's hard because, you know, you want to say that had they persevered through whatever that they persevered through, by the way, uh, Kevin Durant was one of them too. Right. Uh, Dwight Howard. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Never he came out and he wanted to, Boy. like, he, he, he expressed his Christianity, uh, to a certain extent when he was with the Orlando Magic. And then fast forward a couple of years and, you know, you, you see him do things and act unchristian like. Same with Kevin Durant, uh, sure. to a certain extent, to a, uh, a good extent. Right. So, um, <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's, so it's unchristian to keep burner yeah. accounts. Yeah. That. <laughs> that and so it's very unchristian yeah and it's form hard because like actually. you you know you're <laughs> even for as christians when we spend more time with things that are not of god you you you're susceptible to the influence of that yeah and so sure. we can't imagine what mm -hmm. it's like to be in though in that world of celebrity sports yeah i would mm -hmm. not want to be a celebrity whatsoever like the the light and spotlight that's on you and again, like, especially like me, like, like, you know, if you were outed as a, I mean, if you come out as a Christian, like the spot is even stronger on you as, you know, you're going to get definitely get even more criticism from people like us. <laughs> even now we're not celebrities and we're experiencing technical oh, difficulties. Oh. Yeah, man. Oh. Yo, the, oh. the double's um. a liar, man. Shoot. Uh, um. Yeah, if you don't know right now, <laughs> Billy and I are in one room, and Alan is not even on a video call. He has to call through a phone, and we're recording all <laughs> of this <laughs> separately because of technical yes. difficulties. I'm still experiencing technical difficulties on my end, so sorry, guys. We got to clean that up. A bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like definitely, you, you, I see this. I have seen this throughout. You know my my time watching you know celebrities that when they go out and they step out and they give you know they're trying to say hey i'm a christian almost undoubtedly they are going to get hit they're going to, it's, they're going to be they're going to 
get hit in such a way by the enemy, by the other side, that either entices them or brings them down or diminishes them their testimony to a large extent that it's almost like, hey, it's not worth it to be a Christian. Right, to come out mm. and say you're a Christian. But it right? is. Of course it, it is. is, right? Um, it's just that that <laughs> battleground. It just we have not been doing well in. There is there's not a lot of us, mm. you know, us Christians that that become celebrities that step out and 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 proclaim our faith and say Christian uh, belief in God and and following God is worth it. And have seen the other side, that have gone on the other side and survived. There's there's not a whole lot of us, and I think. I think that speaks to the power of discipleship, you know, and it's just for a Christian to be, uh, to be in a place where they're thriving in their relationship. There's some sort of accountability mm. to another Christian or to a mentor that needs to take place. And because all these famous people, they're like touring everywhere. They're, they're never in the same place all the time um they're always away they're always you know playing away games and um and they just live like lives that are unconventional that's true and dude the amount of temptation that's it out would there be hard for these guys the amount the amount of temptation that's yeah. out there for for so people one, with means and with resources and with and with pull yeah so one yeah so one they're lacking know accountability um so like as much as you know you you say you're in the word and you say um you you have a prayer life you know accountability still plays a powerful role in keeping you from temptation so that's one but then like two as you said they have means Mm -hmm. right so they can just go in anywhere go anywhere they want and they can afford all these things so there's like inherent you know inherent to their lifestyle like more temptation so mm-hmm. yeah so just like the way that they are and the way that their lives are you know i think is really not conducive to christian growth <laughs> um so when these you know finally you know these guys come out as christians yeah it's just the lack of accountability and then the presence of temptation really goes against them. Yeah. Wow. That's why they need to hire a personal pastor. <laughs> imagine. Can you imagine? A touring A touring pastor? pastor? Touring mentor. Well, touring mentor? Justin just Bieber did have one. Wow. Now I'm just thinking a about Justin Bieber pastor. did have one. But he, that Who? was Pastor Wentz. Carl Wentz? Is that his name? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, or, Carson Wentz. Um, Carson was the quarterback. Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz. <laughs> the football Carson. player. Yes, that's exactly Carson Lentz also. Uh, yeah. Whatever his name is. I think the Beebs is in a good place now, actually. I hope so. I haven't been keeping up with him. He's very no. quiet about his faith. I think, I think, I think he's, um, he's been seen um, he's doing worship sets with Maverick City Music and Elevation Worship. So I, I think he's like, you know. He's yeah. part of a house church. Movement. Yeah, yeah, he's part of a house so. church, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm just like thinking about how how can we organize the NBA small group? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we could uh, <laughs> need to get in touch with Jeremy Lin, Jeremy and then Lin. he has a contact that we can start. Because <laughs> I'm sure, like a lot, of, especially like uh, athletes, guy. you know, uh, they come up. You know, they come up, a lot of them come up, you know, from a Christian background. You know, you see, you see some of these basketball players mm. and the high school that they attend, right? It's like, I don't know, something, something Christian Academy or like some kind of Catholic school or, or whatever. And so it's there. Um, it's there. And I don't, and I wonder how much are they being prepared? For that kind of lifestyle, because it is such an uphill battle uh, when you're in it, when you have success. It's almost like su- success is a curse when you're a Christian, right? Um, it's such, it yeah, the the crushing weight of trying to uphold that uh, 
that value, that lifestyle, right, is so mm-hmm. immense. Uh, I can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. And how much are we preparing our kids that if they get to that position, that they can whatever, and that and that speaks to what Mark was saying. Yeah, discipleship's there, mentorship is there. You know, there there has to be some kind of uh, you know, some kind of resource that that needs to be there for, for uh, for athletes and and celebrities that want to be good Christians, right? But they're faced with so much temptation. Maybe they don't have you know an avenue to go to because it's either they go to party A where there's drugs. Party B, where there's a whole bunch of like, um, um, how do I put this? Uh, people for Jumping. hire? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, well, yeah, that's good. Right? That's good. That's good. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. or, yeah, like, the, there's just the, the so way to addition. destruction is broad. It's wide. Right? Mm-hmm. There's lots. And so, you know, there has, I mean, I, I would like to think that maybe at some point they, you know, we have something there for you know, Christians to turn to when they when they find fame. I have the um, I have the solution actually. You you just raise celebrity pastors because they're celebrities, but they're Christian, and their job is to be pastors. So therefore, we should raise our kids to be celebrity pastors instead of athletes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or if they're just celebrities. Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so they're pastors of celebrities, celebrities, but they're not themselves celebrities. celebrities. Wow, that's go. how you do it. So when are we gonna start this NBA or athletes coalition? Of coalition virtual mentorship. It'll be a part of our uh, prodigals <laughs> network. <laughs> that goes Prodigal. in conjunction. A prodigals. Oh, with the apologetics <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at The Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.